0: Worship His holy name, sing like never before. Oh, my soul, worship Your holy name. The sun comes up. It's a It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass in whatever lies before me. Let me be singing when the evening comes. Sing bless the Lord. strange oh. never before. Sing like never before, oh my soul. i worship your holy name. Worship your holy
1: Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Good to be in the house of the Lord. That's good, Cooper. Good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Open your Bibles if you brought one this morning. Where to, Pastor Mark? Psalms 43, 7. Man, we had an awesome night last night. We had a great rodeo. and uh, You can turn down just a hair, my brother. Had just a great rodeo last night. Uh, if you see me walking with a limp, it's because uh, a bull tried to get this old fat boy last night. And my ranch hands, they didn't put enough stays on the fence. So I I saw the bull coming, and I said, well, shoot, I'll just climb the fence. Well, I started climbing the fence, and the fence started climbing me. It started falling back on me. I had no other choice but to run, and he was already there. But I got moves, Jack. I used to say I could outrun anything but the police, but... Uh, <laughs> but apparently I can outrun bulls and stuff like that but last night while we were there I thought man I wanted to do something and and I didn't get to do it and I said man I, I wanted to have a good old egg toss at the rodeos back in the day we used to have good old egg toss how many's ever played and participated in an egg toss how many's never done an egg toss hey man this is exciting so mark mark you and your wife come help me BJ and Lori, come help me. We're going to have an egg toss right here, right now, real quick. Ray, you and your wife, come help us. Yep, come on, Ray. Yes, you got good news this week, so you need to come and help. No, right here, stand right here. Y'all got to do it right here. So y'all got, uh, BJ, you got to get on the other end. You stand by Miss Lori. Lori. Mark, you get down there with me. How many you want to see them do a good old-fashioned egg toss? <laughs> Ray, you go down there with the guys, and y'all going to have to scoot in a little tighter. And we're going to, oh, I got to give you an egg. I'm going to give it to the late ladies first. Oh, they're the real deal, look. And uh, they're the real deal. Don't drop it. <laughs> so how good y'all been this week? Uh, real good. Last night, we wanted to have an egg toss. The winner of this egg toss today gets two free T-shirts. So we're going to start a little closer. Come on, start a little closer. Stop. Whoop, Stop. All right. And then we're going to take a step back every time, see who wins this egg toss. Now, go ahead and start. Go ahead and start one at a time. No, let's do it all at the same time. But wait, wait. Oh. Okay, okay, go ahead. Throw them to him, see who wins. Oh! Hold on, he gets a do-over, he gets a do-over. He wasn't ready. The man always needs a (laughs) do-over. Ladies, I want to hear an amen. Uh, Y'all just asleep today. Here you go, Ray. Ray got some good news this week. He's cancer, he don't have any cancer. Praise God. Amen. We prayed for you, brother. I love you. Amen. Okay, all right, me and... I love you guys and it's a man day. See? A good old egg toss is okay. But what about whenever uh hold your hands out ladies. Hold them out here. I don't get anything. Hold your hands out. You can't say no. I'm I, I Hold on. No, I got, I got, I, I got, I, 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 I gotta, gotta have, have both of them. There we go. Amen. Hold on. All right. This is not fair. All right. Hold on, right there. All right. Okay. Hold on. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. All right. Take a step back. Take a step back. Take a step back. Okay. All right. All right. Ready? On the count of three. Take a step. There we go. On the count of three. Winner gets a T-shirt. One, two, three. (laughs) Gentlemen, gentlemen, take a step back and put your hands out. (laughs) All right. I wanted to do this last night. I couldn't do it last night, so I decided to do it this morning. <laughs> All right, on the count of three, ladies. One, two, three. Okay, take a step back. Ladies, give me your hands. Come on. Come on. Alright, line up. On the count of three. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Woo! Amen. All right, take a step back, guys. On the count of three. One, two, three. Oh. Give Ray and his beautiful wife a big round of applause. All right, take a step back, ladies, right there. On the count of three, let me see the egg. All right, on the count of three, gently. But I, you got to kind of throw it hard and up if you want to get it on them. All right, here we go. One, two, three. It's going like you planned. It's going good. Get on the other side of the rail. <laughs> Let me see the egg. You're Let, uh, You're <laughs> <out> here, <laughs> the egg, the right. egg, the egg, the egg. There we go. All right, on the count of three. One, two, two and a half. Winner gets a T-shirt. You better dive. I mean, if you got to lose a tooth, <laughs> I'll let you borrow mine. If you... All right, here we go. One, two, three. <laughs> Winner, Mark, and his wife right there. Give them a round of applause. BJ and Lori, good job. Give them all a big round of applause. Find Miss Linda Biggs after church and she can get you guys whatever t-shirt you want. Hey, bless you, brother. Amen. 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 Here you go. Somebody catch. Nolan. Just checking, brother. Just checking. Give them all a big round of applause, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So what I want to talk to you about, open your Bible to Psalms 43, 7. Got my Bible? I'm just messing with you then. Psalms 43, verse 5. Touch somebody and say, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. And I'm so glad I didn't have to play. What I want to talk to you about, guys, listen to me. Listen to me this morning. Let's pay attention. That was fun. for, That was awesome. Kind of gives you a visual. What I want to talk to you about today, Granny, and the rest of you today, is not letting stuff stick to us. The devil throws all kinds of things at us. And we got to learn to let that stuff fall off and not stick to us. In life, we have to deal with negative comments, disrespectful people, and people who are critical of everything. No matter how good a person is, no matter how good a person you are, somebody's always going to make fun of you. Hey, Alex, pay attention. Somebody's always going to make fun of you. Somebody's always going to try to belittle you. Somebody's always going to try to disrespect you. you got to learn to shake that stuff off. you got to learn to let that stuff just slide off of you. God says, I've given you the anointing. I have a calling on your life. Don't let insults, people, disrespect stick to you. I see you guys today. I see the world today who have stuff that's been stuck to them for years. Your mom and dad told you you were no good. Maybe you were married before and your spouse said you were just the worst thing ever. And you've allowed that stuff to stick to you. Kids, I'm not making any excuses for your parents. Maybe you had a bad mom or a bad dad and they disrespected you all the time. And you've let that stuff stick to you. Today, we need to let that stuff slide right off of us, Cowboy Church. In life, we always have to deal with negative comments, disrespectful people, people that are critical. No matter how good of a person you are, somebody's always going to try to make fun of you. Somebody's always going to try to lessen your importance. Maybe it's a co-worker, somebody that you work with. It's not so much about what they say, it's how they say it. It's that condescending spirit. They try to put you down. But let me say this to you today. They can't keep God's people down, no matter how hard they try. I wish somebody would get some of this this morning. Too often we respond the wrong way. We get offended when somebody tries to throw something at us. We get offended when somebody says something to us. Sometimes it ruins our whole day, and sometimes it ruins our whole life. I was 38 years old before I heard my mother tell me she loved me for the first time. I didn't even know what love was. Until my wife came along and we had a family and I realized what true love was. And then I really didn't even understand true love until I met my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I learned that he loved me despite my mistakes, besides my past. He wanted to have a relationship with me even though I had used his name in vain. I used his name in vain and he died on the cross for me. I had lied, I had cheated, I had stolen. And God still loved me. And when I came to Him, He said, I'm going to put your sins as far away from the east as it is to the west to never bring it up again. That must be real love for somebody to forgive you like that. That forgiveness is available to each and every person here this morning. But you got to receive it. Too often we respond in a negative way. We often get offended when we let somebody ruin our whole day. Psalms 43, 5 says, Why am I discouraged? Why am I so sad? I will put my hope in God and I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. Come on, somebody. Why do we allow what people throw at us to upset us? Why do we allow what people say to us get under our skin? Why don't we just let that stuff slide right off of us, James? Why do we choose to carry that stuff, Miss Lori? We carry that. Somebody says something to you. Somebody done something to you. It was a little ugly. We got to just, you know, they invented the greatest thing in the world. It's called Pam. How many got Pam in their house? Pam is a no-stick formula for all you men who don't cook. But you try from time to time, and you ruin all your wife's pans. Well, they come up with a thing called Pam. And it, you spray that on the pan, and whatever you cook, it don't stick to it. Well, we should all have a Pam mindset. When the enemy comes and he tries to say, you're not worth anything, I'm just going to let that stuff slide right off of me. I know that's a lie. My father don't make mistakes. I'm a child of the Almighty. I'm not a mistake. When you're oiled up, nothing can stick to you. When you have the anointing of the Lord on you, when the disrespect comes, it doesn't have to attach itself to you. You can either choose choose to hold on to it or let it slide right off of you. That co-worker that's talking about you behind your back, they want to get you out of there, you say, well, I'm going to go straighten them out. Well, you give them to God and let that stuff slide right off of you. So many times we want to fight our own battles. So many times women, women, hear me, women. So many times we get in these offices and we get on our jobs. There's a lot of women in there. And they're real catty and they're real disrespectful and they're real short. And you say, I want to snatch her weave. (laughs) You just got to let that stuff slide right off of you. Give her to God. On your lunch hour, pray for your enemy, the Bible says. I had a lady coming to church for a while. She was a good lady. She worked at a hair salon. She 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 had a career. She was started on her way. All of a sudden, there was three or four ladies in the hair salon, and they decided to start belittling her, start criticizing her. They stand around her while she was cutting hair, and they would just talk. What a what a mistake you made! You you're the worst hairstylist I've ever seen. What are you doing here? You ought to just quit. They were jealous. They were insecure. They 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 didn't like. The themselves and you know what when people don't like themselves it's usually a good chance they ain't gonna like you amen but she bought into it she bought into it she, instead of giving that stuff to god she took that stuff and she took that stuff and she took that stuff week after week and month after month until it just boiled over and when it boiled over a fight ensued. now take this they locked her up put a felony on her tried to give her 10 years in prison we prayed for her. She told me what happened. She told me the truth. When she went to court, the judge took the whole case into consideration, and he freed her through the power of prayer. Sometimes, somebody ought to say amen. Sometimes, sometimes we get in these situations, and if we let that stuff stick to us, it'll build up. Wives, maybe you've been disrespected by your husband once or twice, and then you built up resentment so every time he says something to you you just snap back you just snap back maybe he's not trying to maybe he's not trying to be disrespectful maybe he's just trying to tell you something but you've held that you've inhaled that you've taken it and it stick to you so now everything he says you just jump on him like a spider monkey and it goes the same way it goes the same way men Maybe your wife's trying to tell you to watch out for this, pay attention to that. She's not nagging, she's not griping, she loves you, she wants to watch out for you. But maybe something she said a long time ago has stuck with you. Maybe you just need to turn that over to God this morning. Maybe you need to find your way to the altar and palm yourself up and let that slide off of you and get on and have your best life right now, your best marriage right now. Too many times we see relationships broken because people let that stuff stick. Me and Mary, we fight all the time. But we make up all the time. We learned a long time ago not to let that stuff stick with us. We're not going to get mad. We're not going to leave. We're not going to shout and scream and then, and then not talk for weeks. And that's when the enemy comes in. And he tries to destroy you. She says what she's got to say, and I tell her she's right, and we move on. I'm not going to lie in church. Sometimes it always don't go down like that. I'm just going to be honest with you. Sometimes I think I'm right. Sometimes she thinks she's right. But at the end of the day, we got so much love for one another. It don't matter who's right. We just need to let it go, let it slide off of us, and move on. I've seen mothers who won't talk to their daughters. I've seen men who won't talk to their sons. I've seen sons who won't talk to their father because stuff is just stuck to them. Let me say this. The Lord has anointed us with the joy of the, uh, of the day. So this day we got to choose not to let this stuff stick to us. Maybe you got in a fight on the way to church. Maybe somebody mouthed it off to you when you got here. Maybe yesterday you were trying your best and all of a sudden attack came your way. Well, the enemy hates you. He wants to destroy you. He don't want to see your best life now. He don't want to see you prosper. He wants to see you get mad and quit and blow up and be be out on the street, broke, busted, and disgusted. I tell people a lot of times, if the boss jumps on you, just shut your mouth and take it. Why, Brother Mark? Because there's not too many jobs out there, knucklehead. So just take it sometimes. Do and put in 100% tomorrow. Tomorrow. Bible said joy cometh in the morning. I got my butt chewed out today, but tomorrow I'm going to go in. I'm going to get on my truck. I'm going to get on my job. I'm going to get on whatever I'm supposed to do. I'll put a smile on my faith. I thank God for this job. And you know what? God will vindicate you. God will fight for you. The, the boss will look to you and say, I'm sorry about what I said yesterday. Has anybody ever had that happen? I'm sorry about what I said yesterday. I didn't mean to go off on you like that. I was having a bad day. I just found out I got cancer, didn't know how to handle it. Just found out my wife's got a terminal ill disease. And I, I'm sorry I took that out on you. But if you get mad, you let it stick to you, you, you walk off, it's going to destroy you. I know people right now that are single because they let stuff stick to them. Let that stuff go this morning. Open up your heart. Be ready to receive what God has for you. You're not who they say you are. You're who God says you are. Anybody ever have a relative that'll always just lift up everybody else but you? They always talk about how great that person is or how great they are, but when it comes to you, they never give you the credit that's due. Don't worry about what they say about you. It's what God says about you that matters. My mom and dad used to get on the phone and they would call all the family and they would tell them all the stuff I'd do. Yeah, I wasn't making good grades in school. Yeah, I wasn't the best student. Yeah, I did do some stuff. But they would get on the phone, and they would tell everybody in the family, well, it didn't matter to my grandma and my grandpa. To my grandma and my grandpa, I couldn't do anything wrong. Well, bring, us, bring him over here. We'll straighten him right out. Well, they straightened me right out, right? They took me down to Dairy Queen and got me ice cream, and, and we fellowshiped. We had a good time, and I helped them pick cotton, and, and we had a good life. And then I had to go back to hell. And that stuff stuck with me. When my granddad died and my grandma died, I really didn't have anybody. You know, there comes a time where we got to make our minds up. This stuff's not going to stick to us. It's going to be like Pam. It's just going to slide away. Brother Mark, Rome wasn't built in a day and neither was I. No. Maybe you're carrying around something for a long, long time. I talked to a person the other day and they said, Everywhere they go to get disrespected. Well, they won't get disrespected here. I'll see to it. And they won't get disrespected there. Jesus will see to it. That relative who leaves you out on purpose, don't get offended. Be like that Teflon pan. Don't let anything stick to you. Somebody's gossiping about you. No big deal, let God fight your battles. Somebody's talking about you behind your back, ain't no biggie. They're leaving somebody else alone. Early on in my ministry, when I started preaching, see, I knew where I was going today. I just wanted to see if you'd look. Early on in my ministry, I would say, open your Bible to the book of Joseph. And everybody would look. And I was like, well, there ain't a book of Joseph. I meant to say John. But I was just getting confused. I was nervous. Y'all look big-eyed at me all the time. I was a little scared, a little intimidated. I was doing my very best. It was funny. People laughed. They laughed. But then this group came, and they said, it's not so funny. Our pastor should be able to read a little better. Our pastor should know a little more. He ought to know there's no book of Joseph. They thought it was funny. They tell me, oh, pastor, you're hilarious. But behind my back, they were trying to destroy me. I found out that they didn't like the way that I talked. I found out they didn't like the things that I did. I found out that they were starting these meetings at their homes, and they were going to come in and try to vote me out. I, at first, I was a little scared, but I, then I, God said, hey, if I be for you, who can be against you? So I kept on preaching, Darlene. I kept on making mistakes. I, they was laughing at me. I started laughing with them. When you hear me go, hey because I'm retarded and I know and I'm happy about it but before I was so self-conscious I was new at this I've learned that even Christians make mistakes even the ones that walk with the Lord day in and day out sometimes can't get it right there'll be people all the time trying to out you trying to destroy you but if God be for you who can be against you don't let that stuff stick to you I bet you Ray and they will have that Pam on them for about a week. Don't let that stuff stick to you. Let it just slide right off of you. Because if you let it stick to you, it will destroy you. Who believes me today? If you let it stick to you, if you let it stick to you, depression will take over. If you let it stick to you, you'll be listening to the lies of the enemy, the devil. He'll be telling you you're not worth nothing. You're never going to be anything. No, you gotta have a Pam man mindset. You gotta have a Pam mindset. You know, those people came in and we took a church boat. I'm still here and they're gone. God always gets the last laugh. That enemy that's after you today, God's gonna get the last laugh. That person that's trying to destroy you, God's going to get the last laugh. That disease that's trying to cripple your body, God's going to get the last laugh. Don't you let that stick to you. I was on the hospital on my way to the hospital the other night to see Miss Vicky. She'd had a little episode at the hospital. We jumped in the car, and we ran over, and we were so worried for a minute. And, but then I realized that God is still in the miracle business. God can take this from her. I just started praying for her on the way to the hospital. And it... And after I stopped praying, I turned up my radio, and there was a preacher preaching on the radio, Tabitha, and he was preaching, and he's preaching right away. And he said, I've never been sick. I've never been sick a day in my life. I've never been in a hospital. I've never had any of that stuff in my entire life. He said, I'm 70 years old, and I've never been sick, not one day in my life, because every time sickness comes my way, I don't receive it. Every time diseases come my way, I don't receive it. I just let it slide right off of me. That works, brothers and sisters. Bible says if you have faith of a mustard seed, mountains will be moved. I believe that still to today. You get around Nolan a little bit. He's got trouble with his legs and trouble with his back. Yesterday he was slinging a, a sledgehammer. I said, boy, you're going to be crying. Mr. Ellen's going to have to take care of you. Put that sledgehammer down. He said, no, I'm going to keep going because I don't believe this back pain. I don't believe this leg pain. I believe that I'm healed. I believe that I'm on my way. I, I believe. I said, I believe I'll shut up and go on over here because my elder just put me in my place. <laughs> there comes a time, brothers and sisters, we can't let things stick to us. Somebody's gossiping about you. No big deal. God will fight your battles. Somebody's talking about you. Somebody's trying to make you look bad. That's okay. God's your vindicator. That family member lets you down again, try to belittle you. I'm not worried about it because God is lifting me up. And when God lifts you up, nobody can push you down. That cooking product here in America, Pam, it comes in an aerosol can. You can spray it on you. And you can say, you know what? It's not going to stick to me. So I think every morning from now on, before you leave the house, you need to just spray Pam all over yourself. (laughs) Spiritual Pam. Just say, God... I'm walking out this door, but I'm not letting anything stick to me today. Father, thank you that nothing will stick to me today, no matter what people say, no matter what people do. I'm not going to take it as an offense. I'm not going to let it ruin my life. Did you hear what I just said? I'm not going to let it ruin my life. I'm just going to let it slide off of me. You have to make up your mind at the start of the day, that nothing's going to stick to you. I used to stop every morning at a store back in Waco. Every morning I stopped at the same store. I got a Dr. Pepper and a brownie, and I'd head off to work. The guy who owned the store was an old man named Mr. Montgomery. I've been knowing Mr. Montgomery back when you could charge stuff at a convenience store. Anybody grow up when you could charge stuff at a convenience store? Let's all try that at the Valero when we leave here. Let's just go get something say, put it on my tab. I'll bail you all out Monday morning <laughs> see what we collected in the offer and see if we can get you out. But I grew up with Mr. Montgomery and Mr. Montgomery was always mad. He was always upset. Here I am 25 years old and I'm still stopping at the same store. He's still upset. He's still angry. He's still always rude. I went in there one day and had an employee with me and we walked up to the counter and I said, Mr. Montgomery, and he said, what do you want today, boy? I said, well... I need a money order because I got money order, money order. Why don't you just use, go pay cash, go pay cash. I said, do you have a money order machine? I said, yeah. I said, how much do you charge for a money order? He said, $3. I said, well, you making money, man. Just give me a money order. And so he was like, all right. And he was upset and he was mad. I got my money order. I said, Mr. Montgomery, I smiled real big. I said, you have a wonderful day. Then a guy that was working with me went up and he put his Dr. Pepper and his brownie on the counter. He said, what do you want, boy? He said, I want this Dr. Pepper and this brownie. He got it and he walked out. We was headed to the truck. He said, is he always that rude? I said, every day. He said, are you always that friendly to him? I said, every day. I've just grown to like him. He was my friend. If I needed something he would be there his personality wasn't my personality i don't know what stuck to him all those years to cause him to be that way but as of me i needed to change who i was the way i treated him you go out to eat today maybe the waitress is having a bad day we ate the other night at cracker barrel A girl walked right up to us she said don't expect any good service tonight because i'm mad I said, don't expect any good tip tonight because I'm keeping it in my pocket. (laughs) No, I didn't do that. We laughed. We joked. I don't know what happened to her. I don't know what stuck to her. People sometimes, they come up here and they take something out on us. It's just something stuck to them. Today, we have to have a power of a made-up mind not to let things stick to us. We have to put on our spiritual pam and let it go. I'm going to tell you one more story, and I'm going to be done. It's found in the book of Kings. And I, and I love this story, and it just shows it, that God has us, and God's going to take care of us. And I love this story, and we talked a little bit about it yesterday morning. And, and it's in Kings, and and, and, and it talks about the time. It, it, we'll go there, Second Kings 2. I'm done. Listen to me. It talks about the time when Elijah was headed down the road. And a group of young men come out and started being disrespectful. 2 Kings 2, verse 23. Got my Bible? 2 Kings 2. Don't tell me there ain't a 23 because I know it's there. Elijah left Jericho and went up to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, a group of boys from the town began mocking him and making fun of him. Go away, baldy, go away, baldy, they chanted. Go away, baldy, go away, baldy, they chanted. Elijah turned around and looked at them, and he cursed them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled the 42 of them. From there, Elijah went to the mountain of Carmel and finally returned to Samaria. I love that story. We talked a little bit about it yesterday in our men's power breakfast. I love that story because it tells me two things. Don't poke fun at bald people. And number two, that God will shut up those who are saying ugly stuff about us who are disrespecting us, who are putting us down. My mom was at a loss of words when I led her to the Lord. It was the first time I heard her tell me she loved me. God will shut your enemies up. I see people all the time. God will shut them up. I just have to learn to hold my head up and not let that stuff stick to me. I pray you've been educated today. I pray you've been educated today. Bible says, study to show thyself approved. That means you need to be educated. Not that you just need to learn something. You need to educate. You need education. This is educating you. If you let it stick to you, Terry, it will destroy you. If you let it stick to you, Terry, you're going to pass it on to your kids. And then you're going to have a generational curse. It's going to keep going and keep going and going. You have to make your mind up. You're going to let it slide right off of you. And you can touch somebody and say you can. Touch somebody that didn't get touched. You saw them not move. When you touch somebody, kind of give them a shove because they need to know. Don't hurt them unless they talked all service and you just let's pray together. Let's pray together. Let's pray together. God always gets the last laugh. Despite them trying to destroy this ministry, this ministry is doing better than it ever has. Despite what people have said about you, you are doing better than you ever have. Today is a great day. And tomorrow is going to be better. Today is a great day. And tomorrow is going to be better. Yeah, they made fun of me because I couldn't read too well. I read a little better than I used to. But I'm still okay because God is on our side. Listen to me. You're going to be okay because God is on your side. Don't let that depression stick to you. Don't let anxiety and fear and worry stick to you. Don't let gossip and lies and slander stick to you. Just let it slide right off of you. Spiritually, Cowboy Church, listen to me. Spiritually, Cowboy Church, put on your Pam every day. Lord, I thank you for our time here. And I want to pray for the one who's been stuck for a long time with what somebody said about them. If that's you today, you've been carrying around something that hurts you, that offended you, somebody said something about you, you believed it, but you don't want it anymore today. Slip your hand up let me pray for you. Oh, God bless you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're looking, your are Slide your hand up. Let me pray for you. God bless you. Amen. Slide your hand down and pray for you. Father, you saw all those hands go up right now. That tells me that I spoke what you told me to speak today. And Father, I pray for those that got their hand lifted today that their hearts are also lifted today. And that they're new. They're new today. There's a new renewing in their spirit. That you love them so much and that you care so much about them, that you got them here by divine appointment. And if you raised your hand, I want to say this to you. Whatever your mom and dad said about you, whatever your ex said about you, whatever your friend said about you, God says that you're amazing and that he loves you and that you're the best thing that ever happened to this world. Believe that with me this morning. If you're here today and you never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you're struggling with addiction, You're struggling with acceptance. My Jesus can help you today. Invite him into your heart. Pray with me right now. Just say, dear Lord, come into my heart and save me. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and that you live. Come into my life and live. Today I make you my personal Lord and Savior. You got to say that. Lord, come into my life and live. I know I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and live. Today, I make you my personal Lord and Savior. Father, thank you for those who gave their heart to you this morning. If you gave your heart to the Lord with me in that prayer, would you raise your hand? Let me see it. Oh, God bless you all. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, if you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you in front of my Father. By raising your hand, you say, I accepted Jesus as my Savior. Lord, we thank you today for this wonderful message. Let it sink into our heart. Let it educate us. Because it's going to be living proof in just an hour or so. 30 minutes, maybe a minute or two after service. Somebody's going to try to stick something to you. Let it slide right off of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Amen.